0: Hey guys, quick announcement. We got coasters now to go with our glasses from last week. They, uh, they go well together, so that's in our store now.
1: Okay. Our inventory has doubled in size. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, so what? what I want to know, and I'm sure all of our listeners are dying to know, is what happened after that episode where you were preparing for this show that you were going to perform, and i spent basically an hour saying learn to visualize instead of using only muscle memory
0: right so we should probably recap a little bit yeah okay so i was i was very nervous about playing this show i'm in this little band at work and we had an event coming up and i was nervous about playing at this event because the last one we did a couple years ago i had worked really hard to memorize this solo I'm playing guitar, and in the middle of the solo, my whole memory just shuts off, and I just go completely blank, and for a couple measures, I just stop playing, Mm -hmm. and even though I worked really hard on that solo, I still forgot it, so for this upcoming show, uh, I was very nervous about playing, because I, I figured, well, I feel like I know everything, but as I've learned in the past, that doesn't mean that I actually do, so I... I was worried about that so I was asking Michael in that other episode, what are some ways that I can make sure that I super know everything and don't forget it when I go up there. So, one of the the main ways the the main things you told me was to try to uh visualize the song and uh, think about it rather than just playing it. So I did that.
1: Right, and I you have not told me what happened i'm actually very nervous about this because i really put a lot of faith i guess in my answer there which just to clarify that a little my perspective there was that you should not entirely rely on muscle memory in or as as your form of memory for something like that that's what we do naturally if you just practice and you play like you just develop this muscle memory but muscle memory is very finicky and it can sort of disappear like that And so my prescription was to try and develop your visual memory, which is entirely inside your conscious mind. It's not dependent on how the guitar feels and everything uh, so that you can visualize your way through at least the difficult parts of a song. That was more or less uh, my main answer there. So (laughs) I want to know what happened because if it went terribly, then that doesn't look (laughs) real great for either one of us, mostly me. What happened?
0: Well, I only had a week, right? So, uh, I think it was about a week. It was about a week before the show when when we had that conversation. So, I I didn't have a whole lot of time to do this, but I did it almost every day. Uh, one or two times it was in the car, but I tried to play through you know all the songs in my head. And we had like seven songs, and in a couple uh-huh. of them I have some solos that go on for quite a while. Not anything too crazy, but. You know, there's plenty of room to mess up. Can, can so, you give
1: us some idea of what, what you were playing? I know you said Hotel California was the one you had a problem with on the first show. Yeah. Sorry, but what, uh, what, was, what was on the, the set list for show number two?
0: Well, okay, one of the songs was For What It's Worth uh, by that one band that I can't remember now. Uh, cool. I remember how to play the solo, but not how to play, it, or not the name of the band. She but anyway, that, that was one of our songs. I don't want to go through the whole... Uh, song
1: list, but okay. Just wanted an idea. So
0: the solo is pretty easy, but you know, it, la- it you're playing something different through the whole song. You know, the lead guitar just continually changes through the whole song. So even though it's pretty simple, it, there's a lot of room for error. So anyway, I I thought through all of the songs before the show, and just it it was much more difficult than I thought it was when you were explaining it. When you were yeah. talking about it, I'm like, perfect. That sounds super easy. I'll do it no problem but when i started doing it 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 ended up being much more involved than than i initially thought which was great because i i started feeling like oh this is this is working uh it, it, you know it, des- there, there was a different uh side to it than what i thought
1: yeah describe what made it difficult i mean
0: uh picturing i, I mean you, you learn how to play a solo The way you think about it is and i think we kind of talked about this before but it's these weird like sensations in your fingers and i I don't know just this weird abstract thing like even though you can play it it's not super concrete you just kind of know how to do it just you know like i hate to use the cliche example but it's like tying your shoe you know you just kind of do it without even thinking about that's
1: i mean we talked about this a bit in this previous episode but the idea of muscle memory, that's just our colloquial term for it, but it really revolves around you developing a memory and this pattern memory in your central pattern generators, and I believe that's where it is, uh, which is the set of neurons that you are not conscious of. It's very much this black box that just kind of does things and it handles those low-level movements, but you can't just you know think your way down in there and go ah here's what i do here's what happens it's kind of just this thing that's unconscious to you so yeah like tying your shoe it's kind of hard to explain but you just do it or you play something on the guitar you just do it it's not it's not in your conscious memory it's actually somewhere else
0: so that's exactly what it was like so when i'm when i'm trying to think through it without my guitar at first it's kind of oh wait what do i do on that string or on that note or whatever like it I had to really think about it, yeah. and that was kind of exciting because, oh, now I'm doing. I'm approaching this in a different way than I was before. Now I've got a different side of it, so I started feeling good about that. And, and then when we were practicing during that week, the one or two practices before the show, I'm trying to play without relying on my muscle memory, which was kind of difficult to do, but I'm, I'm closing my eyes and trying to imagine the next part you know, see myself play it before I'm actually playing it. I'm trying to, a lot of times I'm trying to play without looking and just, you know, imagine the guitar. Um, I just, I I tried to see if I could rely on that type of memory as much as possible. During practice is what you're saying. Yeah, during practice before the show. This is, you know, a couple days before, whatever. So I start feeling pretty confident about my memory of, of all the songs. Okay, so day of the show we arrive at the, at the ballroom uh, and we, we start setting up our equipment.
1: I'm actually nervous and... right now. We, we, <laughs> I, I went to Florida for a week and so we were hanging out and everything and you refused to tell me what actually happened.
0: Yeah, so we're at the ballroom. And we set up our equipment and it's just the band and you know a couple people helping with sound. There's some people in the back setting stuff up, whatever. And I am I'm not nervous at all. Just totally calm. I feel pretty confident in my uh, memorization tactics that I'm fully equipped with now. And we play through a couple songs. Like, you know, there's no people left. It's just us and some other helpers, whatever. And uh, we play through two or three, feeling great. Everything's going great. Everything feels good. And then someone walks, uh, like a cook or, or somebody, walks into the room like opens this big door and just stares directly at me and just like makes eye contact with me <laughs> and makes this expression like I'm doing something wrong or like I'm not supposed to be there or I don't, I don't know what it meant but immediately you know I just looking at this person I miss a note and I just kind of make a mistake and so I'm like oh my god I just messed up what happened so I'm thinking. Okay, well I know for sure that I know all of these songs. And you know, that cook or whatever walked away and it was literally nothing. But they caught my attention real quick. So I realized that I had lost my focus and then I messed up. Which got me thinking, and this was uh this was great that it happened before the show. This was yeah. This was hours before. But I'm thinking, okay, so I, I know the song. So what messed me up? It was just the fact that I'd lost focus. I was distracted for a split second. So then it becomes my mission to not get distracted during the show because I feel really confident about how well I memorized everything. Now it's about not getting distracted. So, and I decided that I was going to try to avoid eye contact with the crowd. I'm going to try to like look away from them. I'm going to try to just, you know, really stay focused on my guitar like just yeah zoom in on everything I'm doing so the show happens and we're we're two songs in and that's you know i start playing this solo and our the ceo the the lead singer of the band he goes you know he says something along the lines of oh daniel you know cheer mm. for daniel or whatever he just makes this big thing about me, you know, and everyone starts cheering, whatever. And as soon as he says my name, I hit one bad note. I just, I, 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 it's like it was a command. Like he said (laughs) my name and I just, one bad note. And that was the only mistake I made the entire night. Everything else was perfect. But when he, he drew all that attention to me, it just, it, it broke my focus and I messed up a single note, but everything else was, it. I do not think it could have gone better. It was perfect Be- because the whole night I'm, you know, I'm trying to visualize, you know, how to play things. I'm thinking through stuff and I'm just pointed away from the crowd. Uh, I, you know, I'm not one of those people who who get who gets real into the music and starts bobbing their head and yeah. dancing and whatever while they're playing guitar. I just can't do it. So I'm just like sitting there like frozen, just staring down at my guitar trying to make sure i get everything right but i i'm sure Wait. i looked really weird but yeah i nailed it except you for that did. one stupid note
1: yeah. okay well that's your that's your lead singer's fault that's yeah come on you no it's like mine
0: that. but but I, I am very happy with how it went i'm actually really really happy about it
1: so fantastic it was a success yes absolutely I'm it was a success yeah genuinely so relieved because it would have been sort of weird and embarrassing for you to come on and say Oh, that thing that you were super passionate about that spent an oh. hour talking through it. it didn't work.
0: We just never would have talked about it again. That's true.
1: Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So all right. So let's let's talk about a couple things at least. And I have a few questions. So so it sounds like the we identified the Kraken in the first episode, right, of this This fear terror actually of a memory slip this feeling that at any moment your memory could just evaporate and you're standing there on stage with no clue what you're supposed to play next and this this almost helpless inability to get back into the music and i described some of my experiences with that and the times that i've witnessed that happen to people even if i mean amazing musicians i've watched them go through this and it's pretty terrible was that fear still there i mean i okay yes did you ever feel like you were close to that or or do you think that i mean as you were playing did you have this sense of okay i know what to do more so than before or just talk about that that very deep rooted fundamental fear that musicians have
0: okay yes i was terrified <laughs> uh one just because playing normally is scary. Mm-hmm. And two, because we mentioned it on the show and I had to get it right. Otherwise, <laughs> we just, I guess we never would have talked about it again. Right. And I would right. have felt like a, a failure. But yeah, so I was terrified. My hands were shaking, just, you know, they they always do when I do anything like that. I mean, I was I was definitely nervous. I was afraid of forgetting things, but because I had, I don't know, I had... I felt way better or more confident this time around than before. Um, possibly just because we talked about it and I, you know, we kind of made it. I don't know. We observed it, talked about it. So yeah. I felt better about it. But when I started playing, I realized that as long as I stayed focused and and kind of thought through things, yeah, I would be fine. And so a couple of songs in, I was feeling pretty confident, still nervous, but yeah, no, I, I felt good, Yeah. You know
1: okay that that's really to me the uh the the way forward there is you're you're in a bad place if you just have this feeling of helplessness of oh this could strike me at any moment if you get to a point where you you think okay i know what to do and i know that it will work i just have to apply myself to this thing to make sure that i do it that it it works out correctly like i need to spend time developing my visual memory so that i have that to rely on you know for when i'm playing i need to pay attention you know or, or that's that's the thing you're trying to do and then like you identified sounds like even beforehand with some creepy cook who stared you down which is still really <laughs> weird and surreal uh but the it was kind of... yeah but the focus is kind of the next step of okay now you know what to do but you have to do it, and that means remaining focused and being able to keep your mind in the right place, and when something really weird happens, then that can pull your mind away, but at least you, you know what it is you're after there.
0: Yeah. So, with, with the focus, that was, that was a big part of it. But with the, the memory, trying to you know, visually remember things, that gave me something concrete to hold on to. Yeah. So, before, when I would play a show or whatever, I'd just try to, you know, do the thing really hard. <laughs> you know, I'm going to play this song and I'm going to remember as best I can. Right. You know, I'm just I'm just going to do this mysterious thing really well, right. really hard. And I, I don't know what that is. It's just some weird muscle memory thing. But having the visual memory... Being this concrete—it sounds weird to call visual memory concrete—but it really did feel like a concrete thing. Yeah. If I can visually think through it, um, then I got it. Yeah, it was
1: so that that was huge. Yeah, to me, that's one of the strangest things about memorizing a piece of music and playing it is that when you're talking about your muscle memory, which again is there's nothing wrong with muscle memory. You need that. That's that's a main goal that you. You have when you're trying to learn a song, uh, but when you sit down to learn a piece of music, you're you're reading it or listening to it or however you're learning it, you're you're kind of thinking through. There's a lot of conscious thought. You're figuring out the notes. You're figuring out where your fingers go. You're doing all this stuff, and you're you're kind of teaching it to yourself. But at the end of all that process, it winds up in your muscle memory, in those other neurons, and it's like your mind is becomes blank. It just empties out your conscious Mm -hmm. understanding of that piece of music. And so you go to play it and you're just sitting there watching yourself, watching your fingers move. And it's so strange and it's, it's really cool. And it's, it's a kind of a fun out of body experience when you're just playing it, but you run into that problem when you're performing of you're entirely reliant on this unconscious memory and your mind is just there to, to wander around and do whatever. And so you start, thinking about the crowd you start thinking about yourself and and this weird meta experience of what you're doing and it can it can really mess you up but just just not having somewhere to put your mind can be a problem never mind the fact that muscle memory tends to be unreliable just by its nature so you kind of get this double whammy when you're only playing by muscle memories that it's not very reliable and then also your mind is just off somewhere else and it's really hard like if something distracting happens, that's the only thing to think about because you have you don't have something to pull your mind back to because there's right. nothing there. You're there is no conscious memory of what you're playing, so it, it's it's almost it's really hard to deal with that. I've seen it happen. Some little tiny distracting thing happens. Somebody somebody's phone goes off or whatever, and then the performer you it's like you can't. It's like a pink unicorn like don't think about that thing but how do you not think about the thing you're not supposed to think about it just pulls your mind away
0: so i tried i knew that i would look really weird if i just stared at my guitar the whole time so i, I tried to in, you know interact with the crowd a little bit but i i made yep. sure that i only did that on parts that i could rely on that muscle memory mm-hmm. that were really really easy you know just strumming chords or whatever. I knew in those super easy parts, I could relax a little and then, mm-hmm. you know, interact with the crowd and then focus right back. Like, like at the end of a song, if we're just, you know, you repeat the same thing until it ends. As soon as you get into that, you can relax and then look at the crowd right. and goof off or whatever. But
1: right. Yeah, I, I think that's actually an important part of it, too. The, the prescription here is not to yeah i'm not trying to claim that you need to have every piece of music you're ever going to play you know perfectly visualized in your head where that's exactly this you know the that's the thing you do every time you touch the the instrument my assertion here is that being able to visualize your music uh is extremely powerful and it gives you this we've only been talking about the memory part of it, right? There's this whole other aspect to it of performance and like developing your skill. But in terms of the memory thing, it's really powerful. sounds like it worked for you, which I'm extremely happy and relieved that it did. Uh, It's really powerful and you should use it for that purpose. But I don't think you have to be obsessive about it and try to apply it everywhere. Like Muscle memory is fine. You can use that. And it sounds like you, you already did a little bit of that during the show, which is you can, uh, in the easier moments, the stuff you're not so worried about, you can relax, you can just kind of let your body go and, and let your mind kind of detach a little bit and wander around, that's that's fine. Uh, but when you get into the parts that are a little more intense or you feel yourself starting to you know, falter, somebody calls you out and says, hey, look at our guitarist, Dan, isn't he so cool? And you're like, oh, they're all looking at me. That's the time to dial your mind back into that, that visual memory that you have. Yeah, exactly. So, I think I think that you... You did exactly what I wanted you to do, and it sounds like it worked great. So.
0: Well, you told me exactly what I needed to hear. Uh, right. But it it would be nice to, to do some more challenging songs and mm-hmm. and try this out on on some other things. But I feel pretty confident that this is the way to go. Having a concrete yeah. thing to fall back on, having just sort of a plan kind of puts you at ease... When you're playing, whereas before it's just kind of just so, I don't know, so abstract mm-hmm. in what you do.
1: The other aspect of this that we won't really get into now because we, we wanted to keep this episode nice and quick. It's just an update. But the other part of this is that, yeah, this is great uh, in terms of memory, in terms of performance and all of that but it's also an extremely powerful tool for just getting better at your instrument in that most people it's actually amazing to me that the performance community doesn't think about this all that much at least it, it didn't happen when i was when i was in school and performing a lot is when you're trying to progress on your instrument you learn a piece of music you make a lot of mistakes and more or less your goal is to stop making mistakes and play the piece better and play it faster and so on but if you really pay attention and you look at what really happens when you make mistakes or when you struggle most of the time not all the time but most of the time 80 percent plus when you make a mistake it's it's a memory problem even if you can play it even if you You can sit there and and get through a piece. Usually a mistake happens because there's some little hesitation, some little bit of fuzziness about what it is you're trying to do. And as you're playing it, you'll hesitate. You'll think you're going to move to this position, but actually you got to go to this position or whatever. And it causes this little stutter in your, in your performance of that. And you wind up making a mistake and you go, I messed up. I need to get better. I need to play it more and more and in a lot of cases that's the wrong answer what you need is to put your instrument down and make sure that you have a flawless memory of exactly what it is you're trying to do and if you if you get into that mindset of whenever i make a mistake like that i'm going to fix my memory of the thing then suddenly you just those things begin to go away you know exactly how to address the real problem there which is this hitch in your in your memory of it and that allows you to get down right into uh you're really pushing your physical abilities to the limit where you aren't being held back by all these little stutters and memory problems and everything and you're you're actually playing at the the maximum speed that you can or you're you're running into okay I I can't actually quite make this reach with this way and I have to have to get better at this or that or I need to develop my control but uh... It bothers me that this this almost feels like a like a out there concept, in terms of performing and progressing on your instrument. To me, it's absolutely fundamental to to the way you play.
0: Yeah, I wish I had this before. Yeah, or at least I just wish people had talked about it before. Mm -hmm. But. I don't have much more to say about it other than i'm really excited to try this out in the future for more music but also for other things as well it'd be nice to just see how this applies to to other areas
1: well for your sake i'm glad the show went really well and for my sake i'm really glad the show went well (laughs) because it would have well like you said we would have just pretended like it never happened and never talked about it (laughs) yeah but cool cool all right so this, all right, we were going to keep this one short, so we'll leave it at that. That's the update for Dan's, uh, Dan's performance. Well done to you and to me for saying the right stuff. So good job all around.